0: Welcome to the Let's Talk About Love show where dating, marriage, and hookups are hot topics and where we help you to navigate the love scene in today's crazy world. If you're ready, let's talk about love. All right, so to to be quite honest with you, today's episode is an episode I'm super excited for, not just because it's the first episode of Let's Talk About Love, but because I am discussing something that has been heavy on my heart, heavy on my mind, and I actually think women need to hear. You know, I love discussing dating. I love discussing marriage. I love discussing hookups. I love discussing, you know, navigating the love scene. But sometimes, sometimes it is ultra valuable to stay single. And as women, especially in today's world, we are paid, we are glowing, we are growing queens, okay? And so sometimes we need to just stay single. And I wanted to cover today five reasons, and maybe you might call it seasons in your life, where you should stay single. And we're going to dive in. We're getting juicy in here because it is really important that we talk about this stuff. I don't think it's often enough that society discusses why women should stay single. In fact, we kind of do the opposite, right? Like all you hear, if you have peaked at 25 and you are still single, there are really women out there who will say, oh, you'll find your time. You'll He'll come. And sometimes you're just standing there like Susan, I <laughs> I didn't ask. I wasn't sad. What are you ta- why are you acting like you're sorry for something? <laughs> you know, nothing nothing bad occurred. <laughs> and the thing is, like we just we have this weird thing where it's like, "Oh, you should be married. Oh, you should be with someone." And I don't think we prompt women enough to say, "Uh, hold up. Quit picking losers." And it's okay to be single. You're better alone sometimes. And like, just stay there. You know, like just chill. Just stay there. It's okay. It really is okay. So I want to talk about that today. So ladies, grab your wine, okay? Because honestly, for this episode, the only kind of pin you need is a pinot, right? A pinot gris. So go ahead, pop the top, pop the cork, unscrew it. Honestly, let's be honest. We all enjoy a screw top. (laughs) so much better, saves the wine so much better. And let's just hop in. Let's just talk, right? Let's chat. So, all right. So staying single. First of all, like I said, I think it's so important that as women, we embrace the idea that there are just times where staying single is so much better, that we really deeply Only the idea that if you're single, there is a reason for it. The universe, God, whatever you believe in, right? You are destined to be single in this moment for a purpose. I'm going to, I paused, right? You are destined to be single in this time and in this season for a purpose. And I think sometimes we jump immediately to the next person Because we are worried what other people think of our singleness as an older woman. And by the way, older meaning still in your freaking 20s and we're worried. I don't know why. It sounds crazy coming out of our mouths, but every single one of you who has a vag out there, you know exactly what I'm talking about right now. You know for a fact that you have been single at some point in your life and had somebody you like, don't worry, he'll come along. And you're like, just no, I like this. And sometimes I feel like that pressure is why we date and why we don't even learn the lesson. Why we don't even like, you know, try to figure out why do I keep dating the same type of person? You know, why do I keep attracting this? Instead of figuring that out, we just jump to the next person who's just like that because we feel this pressure to date and to marry and to be with somebody to have kids or you know our biological clock is ticking. And it's funny I had a conversation with one of my guy friends like months and months ago but it was something we were talking about. And I said, "You know, you're in your 30s and you're single. How often do your your friends like pressure you to find a wife?" And he kind of started laughing and he's like, "I don't get pressured to find a wife." And I'm like, "Wait, what?" And he's like, no. He's like, I mean, you know, my friends might be like, dude, it's really fun. Settle down. Like, I love my kids, you know. And he's like, but we don't really get pressure. I mean, my mom would love, you know, some kids. But he's like, that's about it. And I'm sitting here knowing that, like, random older women you meet will pressure you as a woman. And your friends and your parents. And, you know, everybody's like, you know, times a ticking. And you're just kind of like, Okay. (laughs) I'm fine with that, you know? So I think this first episode I'm hoping normalizes a little bit. Obviously, this one podcast episode isn't going to shift the whole world, but maybe it can encourage a few of you that there are just seasons where singleness is a beautiful thing and that you learn a lot more about yourself when you're by yourself than you will trying to seek you in somebody else. So let's just go ahead and jump in. So the first reason that you should stay single is that you're not confident. I'm going to repeat that. The first reason you should stay single is if you are not confident. Now let me dive in here because I think there's some things to unpack. Some of you are going to take that to mean Physically, you don't like your body, so I think you shouldn't date, and that is not what I'm saying. The reality of confidence is that confidence is actually who we believe we are, what we believe we're worth, what we believe we deserve. And Ed Milet puts it best when he says that we build confidence by keeping promises to ourselves. So if you say you're going to go to the gym and every time you say that you actually follow through on it, you start to build your self-worth and your confidence because what happens is you begin to trust yourself. You know that you don't have to stress about can I lose weight because you know you can because you know that you have enough confidence in yourself to go to the gym. You know you'll go when you say you'll go. You know you'll eat how you say you'll eat because you have kept your word to yourself. You keep promises to yourself. But if you don't do that enough times, you don't even believe that losing weight is possible, even though it's simple math, simply because you don't even think you'll go to the gym when you say you're going to go because how many times have you said it before and you've never gone? And it's like this game you play. And so if you're not confident, we have to remember something. We don't attract what we want. We attract what we are. And so if you are dating and you are not confident in yourself, what do you think you're bringing to you? What kind of men do you think you're really bringing into your life at that point? Because I'm going to tell you, they're probably not the men that you'd be super proud to date. They're probably not the men you really want to spend time with. They're probably actually repeat patterns of your past. And the thing is, the other part of that is, imagine dating and just truly disliking how you feel about yourself. And by the way, this could include weight and that could be too skinny, that could be too big, right? And And by the way, I'm not saying that there is a such thing as too skinny or too big. What I'm saying is if you believe you're too skinny or you believe you're too big, you're not going to own yourself. When you walk in, you're gonna be, your confidence is gonna be determined by someone else. How does he feel about me? And that's a scary place to be when you're starting to place your worth and how you feel based on someone else's reaction. Because a confident person is going to be like, oh my God, he seriously doesn't like me? (laughs) What an idiot. An unconfident person takes that home with them, beats themselves up, and feels terrible. So if you are not confident and you are seeking confidence outside of you, it is so important that you take that time to stay with yourself and seek worth within you and not externally plus again it's not attractive to not be confident i don't think women deal with this as much as you know men do cuz women are more insecure or vocally insecure let me rephrase that they're more vocally insecure Men are, of course, but they're not telling us all the time. And then we've all had that guy, though, in our lives at some point who is super needy, who is super insecure, and you know that even if you like him a lot, it's annoying. It's annoying that all these things that you find sexy about him, you tell him and he just can't hear it, right? He's always needing validation, and that's a lot of women to a lot of men. And so realizing, too, that now that's just like kind of – Not a lot of people are going to be attracted to that. Plus, you could literally be 40 pounds overweight and have confidence and love yourself and own your body because you've got self worth because you know it. And even if you're on a weight loss journey, be confident. And so you're ready to date. So I don't want anyone to take this as meaning I think you need to lose weight first or change your body first or whatever. I'm saying you need to build up your love for yourself so that whoever you are at any given time cannot be shaken by an external source okay so and at that point you're going to attract a whole lot of men who are just loving this energy you're vibing out with you walk like you know who you are and that is hot okay it's attractive so that is the first thing if you are not confident stay single second thing stay single if you are struggling financially now let me let me dive into that one <laughs> I am not saying that if you have a job where you're living paycheck to paycheck, you can't date. But what I am saying is if you are deeply broke, I mean verge of homelessness, you are struggling, you can't rub two pennies together, you need to get yourself together first. I don't view this as a, you know, I don't think that you need to be like majorly successful, right? That's not what I'm saying. But one of my biggest issues with women who are trying to date when they are deeply in financial stress and they can't afford to just simply go and get their nails done, like I'm saying you should have your basics covered and be able to do a little extra, even if that means you work at a coffee shop full time. It's not about the job you have. It's not about a title. It's not about how much money you make. But if you aren't able to pay your bills and all of that stuff, don't date. And here's why. Same with confidence, right? We attract what we are. If you are desperate, you are going to pick the wrong man. You are going to pick out of need, not want. And often we can attract manipulators at that point. Men who know how to manipulate look for women in need. They look for women who need something that they can offer and then take control of you. Now, I am not saying that's the only reason you shouldn't date when you're financially struggling. And I'm also not saying that that's the majority of situations, but it is something to consider as a woman in deep desperation. Sometimes you will date someone and even marry someone because the finances make sense because they can take care of you and you're not at a place where you can take care of yourself. And so they provide for you and that seems all great. And they're, they're all charming But one day, you may be in a situation you really don't want to be in and you can't leave because now they've got full control over the financial part of your life and you have nothing without them. I don't believe that is a healthy dynamic to ever be in in a relationship. If you want to get married at some point and you guys are married and you're happy and you didn't need them when you were dating so you've gotten to really see who they are, And then you guys get married and you decide to become a one-income household. That's very different. But if you are dating and the entry point is they have something financially that you need, I wouldn't. And that's a hard thing to talk about because I know a lot of women right now listening absolutely have been in that situation or are in that situation. And I know people very, very close to me who have been in that situation. And the problem is... If your whole life is wrapped up because someone takes care of you financially and so leaving is basically not an option and they know that and you know that, imagine the level of things that you might have to put up with because you know you're kind of stuck. And by the way, this doesn't have to be abuse, right? This could be cheating or this could be a lifetime of unhappiness. And I want you to think about that that's terrifying. So when you date from a place of being secure financially, and again, not rich, but being able to know that you could have your own apartment, you can take care of yourself, you're completely stable, you've got a savings. Now you are dating at your level. You are dating out of desire. You are dating out of want. You are dating based off of the things that you actually know fit with you. There is no need there. There is desire, there is want, and there is love. There is connection, passion, the right things. But you aren't dating because you need something from them. Meaning, if you find, hey, you're not the right fit for me, you can walk away. But you don't ever want to be in a position where you can't walk away from a bad situation, an unhappy situation, and so you're stuck because of money. So if you're really struggling focus on you. And aside from just the need of not needing someone, you should just have your own life together. Be a whole, independent, 100% whole version of you. Happy, whole. You know, your happiness will never be in someone else. A relationship should never be 50-50. It should be 100-100. And that is the only way longevity works. Because if I'm 50% of a person and you're 50% of a person we're really not adding up to 100 at that point. We're really not. Even if the math sounds like it, you got two half people seeking far too much from each other. And so you kind of meld that together and some of the pieces don't fit. And, you, and now it's out of desperation. It's out of need. But when you're a whole person and you are 100% secure in your self-confidence financially, all these things, Dating is a lot more fun because you can be picky and you're not nervous about it. You're not nervous that you haven't met the one yet because now it's just like that person will be there, but my life is great, (laughs) you know, and that's, that is a really healthy and exciting place to be. So get yourself together financially. Number three, stay single if you have major goals and you are just getting started or you're really early in the process. Now, if you're married, obviously this isn't for you. But what I am saying about this is I'm not saying to block blessings, right? I'm not saying that the perfect man comes along and you ignore him and you you just like, nope. I'm not saying to swerve him. But when you have major goals in your life and you are early in the process, the thing that's super important to kind of hear and listen to and and really remember is that who you are going to grow into when you are building this new version of your life is going to be a vastly different person than the woman you're starting as. And who you're going to attract at the moment you're starting versus who you're going to end up as is going to be two different women. And so I always like to remind women, if you're just getting started, first of all, the time and dedication it's going to take, by the way, Sometimes I believe dating can be a test. If you've always kind of given up your your uh, dreams to date instead and you find yourself getting off track until you're out of the relationship and then you're single and you're super productive and then you meet somebody and you kind of get off track again, please know that maybe in this season, that man is a test. If one comes up, that man might be a test. A test to say, how bad you really want this? Are you willing to shut this down because... You know, you got to quit giving up, sis, and quit choosing these men. You got to choose you at some point, right? Because it's going to take a lot of time and dedication. And a lot of times as women, and I do believe that there are some of this is because there's pressure from society, but we have to remember that the same thing, like if they come in, that could be a distraction from your goals, an early start to a relationship usually takes a lot of time and energy and effort, right? Because you're spending all your time with them and you want to, but you are. Like, it's a lot of time. Like, all your free time goes to this person. You're texting all the time. You're distracted even in the things that you have to do. And so imagine not really having to do anything because these are your goals and your business outside of the things that you have to do. You're trying to build something and you can put it to the side. And if you're already distracted by this other person, I mean, it's going to be the first thing to go if you're not really dedicated. And so I think it's super important that you kind of make a milestone and reach a certain goal first. You know, maybe it's when I start making $10,000 a month consistently or whatever that goal looks like for you, then I can date, right? And just get yourself focused and let yourself change and evolve and watch as the men that maybe weren't the best for you, you're going to attract a different level when you hit those new points but it's going to take your deep focus to do it and it's going to take deep focus to build something fantastic in your life so keep it keep it right there and just keep your focus on your goals when you're early in the process or you're very just starting and don't allow distraction to walk in and text you what you doing okay <laughs> so that is number 3 number 4 you should definitely stay single if you have no idea what you want. That's going to hit some of you. I'm going to repeat it. You should definitely stay single if you have no idea what you want. Now, some of you may be thinking, isn't that what dating is for? Right? Isn't that what dating is for? To learn what I want? But no, it is not. In some ways, yes, dating is this great process of seeing who fits with you and getting to know new people. But I don't want us to forget that if you have zero idea what you want, you're really not sure, you don't know what's going to fit with you, then you don't even know what you're dating. You don't know on a date even if you're getting to know all these people, you really don't even know. And the thing is, I want us to really be honest that physical attraction can do a lot for us as people. We're visual people. We're humans. It's, it's a big part of our sensory factors. So if we are very attracted to someone, we can look past a lot. And it's hard because in the very beginning, there's all these new chemicals being released because it's exciting and it's new. But you can easily end up in a relationship with somebody that you have nothing in common with that are two, you're two different people, two different levels, and you can actually spend years there. I've done it. And the thing is, is because that attraction is so big. And so when you know what you want, dating now actually serves a purpose because you're getting to know different types of people and you know what you're weeding out. You know that, hey, that was a red flag for me because whatever he said, I know that I'm not attracted to that. I know that's not what I want. If somebody tells me they don't read or don't do self-development, you're automatically never going to be my husband. Like, I've done, I've tried before. It never works. So that person automatically out. I may enjoy a date with you. Thank you for the free dinner. No. If somebody tells me that they don't really know where their future's going, that that person is automatically out. I am not looking to train someone and I'm not looking to be with somebody who's, like, hopefully going to get somewhere someday maybe. I'm not dating for potential, and I'm not dating poverty, right? Like, no poverty, no potential 2020. (laughs) And I think it's so important, though, that, you know, you've really got, like, I know the kind of soul I want my man to have. I know the kind of spirituality I want my man to have. I know who I'd like him to be as a person. I know that I want him to be funny. I know that I want him to be – driven, ambitious, knowing where he's going. I want him to be into personal development so we can grow together. You know, those things are really important to me. And so I know how easy it is for me now to have a conversation with somebody and immediately I know when they're saying certain things that they're off limits. I don't want them. I don't want them in my life as a partner if you know there's gonna be some of those factors. But if I didn't know that, do you know how easy it is to not know and just be like, oh, well, it'll all work out or it won't or whatever. But you, why waste your time? Why waste your time hoping it works out or being like, well, if it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't want to spend six months dating someone that I could have weeded out in the first date because of a sentence they said. And, you know, some of those things we can say, oh, that's too picky. It's not. If somebody is telling you, hey, yeah, I never read books. I'm not really into that. Or yeah, I don't really do routines or I'm not really into personal development or, you know, any of that. For me, those are are big deals. For other people, it's not going to be. They're like, yeah, who cares? But if you know what is a red flag for you, from that point on, you're going to be able to navigate those dates so much better and now dating serves a purpose so get really clear on what you want get really clear on you know and i don't think you should get so specific that you're like they look like this and they feel like this i mean you can if you want to but i think it's fun sometimes to just say who do i want my person to be and what do i want them to feel like what do i want our love and our relationship to feel like and then embody that right embody that energy But don't, you know, you don't have to set super deep parameters. So, but yeah, just definitely don't date if you don't have any idea what you want. I think you need to take the time to figure that out, right? Like for me, a hard line is if they smoke. Somebody smokes, ew, not into it. I mean, cigarettes. But some people may not have a problem with that. But if you don't know those things and you can't figure those things out, you know, then dating doesn't serve a purpose aside from being confusing. So that is number four. And lastly, number five is that you should stay single if you are wanting to begin a season of spiritual or inner growth. And again, this kind of goes back to that confidence thing or, or whatever that, you know, the, the attracting who we are thing. When you are entering into a season of becoming someone spiritually, dating can be one of the the most distracting and um, kind of blocking things that you can do because often, whether we like it or not, again, we attract what we are. And so if you're trying to grow and outgrow who you are currently and grow into somebody new, but you're attracting what you currently are. The likelihood that you're going to stay stuck and prolong this growth journey and get distracted and get off track and focus on this dating person and dating this person who is at the level that you currently are, but not where you're going, very high, very high likelihood that that will happen. So when you kind of do block out dating for a little bit and you allow yourself to expand spiritually and in your inner growth journey and development. The person you date when you're, when you're and I don't like to say done because inner growth and development personally is never done, right? We evolve. But by that time, you will find a partner who's on your level who is also then going to be interested in continual lifelong expansion. But let's say you've never done this. Likely, you're going to keep attracting guys who aren't that into it, who aren't that into growing and to them they don't read and they don't do the growth and whatever, right? So if you're going on a deep spiritual journey, I just highly encourage you to stay single and do it for you, do it by yourself so that when you grow, you're going to attract a whole new level of person and that's really going to be a fun thing. So yeah, I think that that would be – um that's like a really important factor. Now, the the only thing I will say is let's say you are starting this journey and you maybe you meet somebody who is also starting this journey. Some people might ask like what about what about that? Like what if I met somebody who's also on this journey and they're the one who encouraged me to start and we're not dating yet but we're talking like what what do I do there? What I would encourage you to do at that point is really discuss if there's benefit. Like Have an open discussion. And first of all, write this out and figure it out for you. Don't let them dictate it. Don't don't just let somebody else be like, well, I would date you still. And then you're like, you know, yeah, me too. Like if you really write down on paper the pros and cons, you know, what is your journey? What are you trying to get out of it? What are you trying to become? What prompted this journey for you? And then ask yourself like, okay, I really want, um, you know, I really want this person to to be this, you know. So you may be kind of wondering, what if the what if there's kind of a person in my life when I'm starting this and they're also starting a spiritual journey, you know? Is it going to be okay that we date at that point? I think that's obviously always a personal decision. But what I would encourage someone to do is write a huge list of your goals personally, for spiritual growth. Why did you want to begin the journey? What were you looking for? And then decide from there if you feel like there is something powerful about being with this person and they're really on your level or if you think that you may stunt your growth to their growth and try to match it so that you guys don't break up. You know, cuz sometimes that is the issue with being in a relationship is we're not as free to just completely expand because sometimes our inner voice will make us fearful that we are going to lose this relationship if we grow too much. And so we don't. So that is kind of the reason, even if they're also growing spiritually, it's super, super easy to try to stay growing at their level so that you don't end it. When you might have grown like a weed and been in a whole different level than them by now. So I would just encourage you to really think about that. But I think it's also okay if you if you really believe it, right? Listen to your gut. But those are the five times that I deeply believe you should stay single. So to kind of wrap this up, the five reasons were staying single if you are not confident, you're struggling financially, you have major goals, you have no idea what you want, and you are wanting to begin a season of spiritual growth. These five things, I think if we all took time in our lives to get ourselves right spiritually, financially, financially confident in the confidence area and with our goals gosh we would have such better love lives we would have such more like such a a beautiful way of connecting because i know who i am i'm a whole person i'm i'm completely out i don't need you i'm looking for a partner to match me i'm looking for a partner to fulfill um a space in my life that is Open, but I am fulfilled without it being filled, if that makes sense. It is an open slot, but it is not a whole, right? And so you can join me or not. And God, the freedom that would bring to love if we could love like that. And I think that's how we should be. But when you get pressure from society to date, to get married, to have children by this age, and if you're not at this age, then you're too old, it's very easy to neglect ourselves to put those things first, and then to be unhappy. And we wonder why divorce rates are so high. So I wanted to start this podcast off by encouraging women to enter into seasons of singlehood in a proud way and to say, yeah, it's okay that I stay single because I'm working toward my best self and eventually I might meet the right person. Also, by the way, to any of my ladies out there who say they don't want marriage at all or kids, that is beautiful too. And we need to accept that as well. There is no reason that all of us need to be married or all of us need to have kids. Like, there's just no reason for it. If it's not spiritually something you're called to do, then don't. Then don't do it. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I think it's beautiful to own your singlehood, to be the bougie auntie instead. <laughs> you know, that is totally beautiful and fine. This episode is really dedicated to those of us who are saying, you know, who feel pressure because we do want a family someday. We do want to get married someday, but we're not ready yet. And so I want to remind you it's okay. Or if you are a chronic dater, you always have a boyfriend. Step back, sis. Get to know you. Quit repeating patterns. Quit being part of the generational problem, maybe in a family that you may be in. Maybe you've watched your mom or your dad chronically date a bunch of people and not be treated right in your following suit. Break it heal you, then date. So I hope you found value in this episode. I'm so excited to go ahead and start doing more of these episodes and talking about marriage, dating, hookups, and more. And like I always am going to say, if you're ready, then it's time. Let's talk about love. I'll see you guys next week.